you know, when I started writing this book a year ago, the war had just begun in Ukraine. And this book it isn't about the war in Ukraine, but it obviously is very much uh, related in the things that happen. So I remember being, you know, you know, I have to prognosticate where we're going to be right. next year when this book comes out. So I did daily research on on those sorts of things to try and figure out where I thought, you know, the world would be a year from now. An excerpt from today's returning guest will discuss his 12th novel in the Gray Man series. New York Times best-selling author Mark Greeny is here, and I'll speak with him right after this break. I'm Robert Child, and this is Point of Despair. Next time you're on YouTube, check out our Point of the Spear YouTube channel with bonus video material from the podcast plus full military history documentaries. There's tons to explore, and I hope you check it out. His book is called Burner, and New York Times bestselling author Mark Greeny joins us now. Mark, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Robert. I appreciate it. Always great to have you, sir. And this book looks very intriguing because uh, several years ago, I did some research into the Russian uh, mafia, and they're pretty brutal. What was your re uh, research process like looking into the Russian mafia? Well, it might have been uh, pretty similar to yours. I did a, a ton of reading about the Vori and other aspects of the Russian mafia. And uh, I started with the understanding, and the more reading I did, the more I confirmed that that the Russian mafia and the Russian state are one in the same. There's not a big distinction. Uh, there, there's no mafia groups in, in Russia that are not, uh, I don't want to say the word sanctioned, but you know, are, are not benefiting from the state and vice versa. So um, that Russia is a kleptocracy. So it, it's very yeah. much changed from, you know, it's, it's not like La Cosa Nostra is, is in Italy and the Italian government is trying to eradicate them. It's, Basically, uh, people have been, you know, al allowed to succeed in, in the underworld to support the government and, uh, and the government there, thereby supports them. So all that research uh, was interesting to me because I studied the, the government and the politics of Russia and obviously current affairs, things that are going on. We did a lot of research into that. I have to say I was really... You know, when I started writing this book a year ago, the war had just begun in Ukraine. And this book it isn't about the war in Ukraine, but it obviously is very much uh, related in the things that happen. So I remember being, you know, spending last spring going like, OK, I have to be, you know, I have to prognosticate where we're going to be right. next year when this book comes out. So I did daily research on, on those sorts of things to try and figure out where I thought uh, you know, the world would be a year from now. Did you uh, predict, predict correctly? It looks like it uh, so far. Um, I, I had this feeling that the war would still be going on, but there would be those in the West that are tiring of it or looking to bring about the end of it through ways that might benefit Russia uh, more than Ukraine. And this was basically what's happening now. In, in the book, they're, they're talking about removing sanctions. In real world, they're talking about not sending tanks or, or cutting uh, weaponry to the Ukrainians and just sort of starving out their uh, ability to wage war, which is uh, it's horrifying to me. But the, uh, you know, the, the world is pretty much as I 
thought it might be a year from now. It could have gone either way, but um, sadly, you know, I, I wanted to write a story where the war was in the past and everybody was sort of trying to clean up after it, but I just didn't feel like we'd be there yet. And we're not sadly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, sadly, I agree. It does feel like a story, a plot that's ripped from the headlines, especially with the corruption in the, in Switzerland. And, uh, obviously the recent meeting of the WEF in Switzerland. Was that the case? Did you take this from a story that you read about or, or elements of stories you read about? Elements of a story. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, there's a, a guy named Bill Browder, who is a American-born British citizen who uh, has come up, run afoul of the Russian government. And his books, he's written a couple of books about his experiences. Uh, one of his attorneys was actually murdered by the Russians while in captivity. Mm. And uh, there have been threats and perhaps even assassination attempts uh, against Bill Browder. And uh, I read his books because it, it goes into a lot of the deep parts of the financial corruption that's going on, but also the, you know, the spy trade craft and what he's doing for his own personal security. And all those things, uh, I didn't. I didn't read the books originally, in with a with me writing a book in mind. But mm -hmm. all that kind of came into play. I wanted to write a book, sort of about corruption uh, in the West to to benefit Russia. And uh, these Bill Browder books were were really good fodder for that. Um, there's there's so much going on that we don't necessarily hear about, but you right. can't open up a newspaper or open up a website without seeing some other you know, Russian industrialist has uh, fallen to his death from a basement window or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just, just every single day you see things of, of that nature. And that's what this book is all about. So I did take it. I did take things from the headlines and then fictionalize from there. Right. Um, getting into the story now, give us some insight into Court Gentry's love interest, Zoya Zakharova. If I get that, if that's the question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zoya has been around in the series. So Burner is my 12th Gray Man book. She's been in a, been around since book six, not in every book. Um, she's not really a sidekick. They sometimes run afoul of each other and sometimes she goes her separate ways. And, but mm -hmm. she is kind of his erstwhile love interest. And uh, she is a former Russian SVR operative. So the Russian foreign intelligence who had a burn notice on her by the Russian Russian intelligence, a kill order out against her. So she kind of defected to the U.S. And now she is working in the private sector. Um, she's hired to protect this Ukrainian banker who has stolen this trove of secrets uh, about a Russian conspiracy with the West. And she is there to protect him. But in this book, there's a lot of turns and nothing is as it originally seems. So in the early parts of the book, anyway, Court is very much on the opposite side of Zoya, unaware that she's even involved in, in the thing that he's involved in. But uh, they have to sort of find one another, make their peace or come to some sort of a detente and take it from there. So I wanted, I wanted this story to have some like really deep emotional underpinnings about Zoya and where she is in her life, because she's a former Russian intelligence officer, very much in that camp, who sort of disillusioned by things. And now with the war, she's very much aware of uh, her nation's, you know, culpability. 
sounds like a different set of loyalties as well. Yeah, and and I like that in books. I I like it when nothing is as it first seems, and the the heroes and maybe even the villains their their assumptions are challenged, and then what is their character like? Do they do they rise to the occasion? And um, and every single book, the uh, Court Gentry, the Gray Man, has some sort of moment where he has to realize that what he's doing isn't what he thought he was going to do or the enemy is not who he thought the enemy was right and and act accordingly i think that's just an interesting part of this genre when you can when you can do that yeah i agree now you write in international locations um do you find it difficult or a challenge to write in uh, locations that you've never been or researched Yes, I do. It's a lot better when I can physically go to the locations, obviously, uh, which I can't always do. You know, I've written books about North Korea. I did not slip into North Korea <laughs> to write that book. Um, I, I did my reading and uh, I learned as much as I could and talked to people. But I do go as many places as I possibly can. In Burner, I did go to the island of St. Lucia in the Caribbean that is part of it. I also went to Switzerland and Italy and New York City, where a big chunk of the book takes place. I did go and do location research, but I've had other books. Uh, several years ago, I wrote a book called Gunmetal Gray. Um, the reason I placed the book where I did was I had a lifelong interest in Vietnam and wanted to go to Vietnam. And I was going to go to Cambodia and Thailand because these were all locations in the story. And maybe a month before I was supposed to leave to do the location research, I had to have uh, surgery on my ankle. So I wrote that entire book uh, on my couch with my <laughs> foot prop with my foot propped up. But I did just did all the more research for it in other ways. So it yeah. it is. I've I've been to Russia before. I don't I. I'm certain I'll never go back. But I've been to Russia before. So even though I may have been researching another book at the time, if I'm writing scenes in Russia now, I sort of channel that to the best of my ability what what I've experienced before and think about it. And it's the same with other places. I hope to go to Cuba this year for the book that I'm writing, the Gray Man book that I'm writing for next year. And I've never been to Cuba, um, but I think it would really benefit me to go. So hopefully I'll be able to. There's, uh, Americans can travel there now, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have sort of special permission, but there's a lot of ways around that. You have to go on a sort of a cultural visa, but uh, it shouldn't be any problem. I see, yeah. Now you mentioned this is the 12th novel in the Gray Man series. Do you envision um, um, an end to the series with um, sort of a, a concluding huge wrap-up novel, or are you just going to keep writing the series? I don't know the answer to that question, although I've, I've recently been thinking there's probably more Gray Man books behind me than ahead of me, because mm -hmm. I, I definitely want to keep them fresh, and I don't want to do the same thing over and over again, and I've, I'm proud of the fact that each one of my books is very different and they all stand alone. You don't have to read them in any order. Um, I, how many more of these I can do, I don't really know. There will be at least two more, hopefully more than that. Uh, and I would, I think I would like to end it with some something final instead of just like leaving it out there hanging. I'm not 100% sure. I don't really have it in mind how it's going to end and who's going to still be standing when it, when the dust settles but mm -hmm. i would like to I, I i think i'd like to wrap it up in a way that 
enough percentage of people feel satisfied with what happened and I feel satisfied with what happened as opposed to just sort of leaving it uh, opening. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'll do several more books, 10 more books or something, but, but we'll, we'll have to see. You know, like leaving it on a cliffhanger where is, could he come back? Is there a question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that may happen. I don't know. We'll, we'll see where I am at the time. Yeah. Uh, switching gears. Um, I know a lot of your books have been adapted to film and television. How are those projects progressing? Well, the the first Gray Man novel, The Gray Man, was released on net. The film was released on Netflix last summer and did really well and they're doing a second one in the gray man series which i think they're they're still in the process of writing the script for that now so it'll it'll be a while it'll be a couple years uh before it comes out but it looks like it is happening they also mm -hmm. are planning a, yeah they're also planning a spin-off of the gray man series uh some other characters and maybe doing that for television. So that's that's all in the works as well. I know very little about it. That's not, you know, I'm, I'm not involved in it. I'm writing two books this year. So that's what I'm involved in. And at the, the third thing is uh, I put a book out last summer called Armored, which was a story about a civilian military contractor basically lost with his team in, in cartel country in the Western Sierra Madres. And that was picked up for uh, originally for film, but now it looks like they're they're trying to write a script, like an eight-part series script for that. So I, all these things are very, uh, you know, they're they're just propositions. Who knows if it'll ever happen? I ho I hope it does. I never thought the gray man would come out in the film, and I was wrong about that. So hopefully, I'm wrong about you know my other skepticism about these <laughs> these things ever coming to pass but uh, you know i'm i'm excited the the creative people that are involved in all of these projects are really impressive so hope hopefully it'll be great yeah that's great do you find that they're uh, in the, in your conversations these producers are more interested in going to series than doing a a one off film i don't know if i can generalize from conversations i've had uh, armored was originally going to be a film and they were talking about particular screenwriters and all this. And then for one reason or another, and I've never gotten into the weeds with anybody as to why, I think they had an idea about expanding it. And even talking about how they would go in season two, I'm writing a, the sequel to Armored uh, mm -hmm. this year, which will come out next year. So I was really, really curious as I was talking to the, uh, the script, the, the guy that's working on the script, you know, his ideas of where it would go. I've never had a conversation with, another creative person involving you know my intellectual property to a degree and like yeah. where it might go in the future i'm like wow let me start taking notes here <laughs> because <laughs> these, these are good ideas i'm going to use them yeah uh, i'm i'm sure that would be sort of a bizarre conversation <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> well the book is called burner the latest book mark thank you so much for coming back on the show today thank you so much enjoyed it that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Robert Child, and this has been Point of the Spear. Music licensed from audioblocks.com. Point of the Spear is produced by RSC Media Group.